You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the importance of dispensing professional home care products to our patients. Our guest, Dr. Stephen Wingfield, specializes in evidence-based dentistry with a focus on assisting patients in achieving balanced oral and systemic health. He serves on the board of directors for the Georgia Academy of General Dentistry and fellow to the Academy of General Dentistry. Dr. Wingfield, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Phil, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so this is interesting because, um, you know, we take it for granted. Home care products, we just assume all dentists are telling patients to use certain home care products. But you have uh, some interesting thoughts that we want to uh, evoke during this conversation. You're a big proponent of patient home care as a follow-up to non-surgical perio work and other extensive dental procedures such as implants, bridges, and ortho. Tell us why patient home care is a critical part of dental treatment. Well, there's a lot of reasons, actually. Uh, you know, one of the things I always talk to when I'm lecturing to dentists or talking to, to hygienists is I equate the, the annual physical that all of us go to. And some of us are where we should be with our weight and our health and our diet, and others are not, right? So when I talk to, to folks who go to the physician regularly, who may or may not stick with their diet, may or may not stick with their exercise regimen, I say, you know, have you ever gone to the dentist or gone to the physician, say in January, New Year, you're going to get healthy, you step on the scale, doctor says, you know, Steve, you need to lose 20 pounds. Um, I want you to come back and see me in three months, and I want you to lose 20 pounds. Well, that first month, man, we are on it. We're exercising. We're eating healthy. We're counting points. We're doing whatever it is that, that, that our plan and our regimen is to get healthy. Uh, and then the next thing you know, you fall off the bandwagon. And then that three-month appointment comes around and, you know, does Steve go back to the doctor? No, he hasn't lost the weight. So one of the things that we know about the importance of home care and dispensing it from the practice is the fact that we want patients to feel comfortable in coming back to see us. If they aren't giving everything that they need to get and stay better from the dental practice when they leave, we know that a large majority of them are not going to go home and change what they're doing. They're just not. And, and let's face it, as dentists today, we are facing an uphill battle regarding trust from the public. You know, less than 50% of the American population actually visits the dentist on an annual basis for regular preventative care. Uh, yet three out of four of these patients have some form of gum disease. Uh, we know the research shows that dental caries is still the most common infectious disease that affects humans in the world. Uh, and, and sadly, with this lack of trust, one of the things that we as dentists are up against is also the fact that over 50% of dental work that's performed today is actually re-dentistry. And when I say re-dentistry, this is actually dentistry where we're replacing dentistry that's been done in the past, which, again, diminishes the trust of our patients. Right. And some of the research we have found is actually nationwide, over 53% of patients who undergo non-surgical periodontal therapy actually don't report back for their regular recall visits. Um, so what we have found anecdotally in working with multiple practices, hundreds of practices across the U.S., uh, is we have found that the main reason for that is that patients simply go home and they, they keep doing what they've always done. They get a manual toothbrush and only about 2 to 20%, depending on whose research you're looking at, actually floss. Even less do interproximal cleaning. Let me, let me so ask you, the let me fact ask this. is, yeah, come yeah, on. Do, do you think that some of the patients that are not returning are kind of ashamed that maybe they're not maintaining their oral health 
up to the expectations of um, their dentist and what they said they would do when they the last time they saw their dentist, and which means they're not doing any home care essentially, other than the, the minimum, if that um, is that part of the the reason the patient's not going back. That's the largest piece of it is the fact that. As home care, or I should say as dental professionals, we just simply aren't sending our patients home with everything they need to get and stay better. And that is the main problem is that our, we, we, we do this extensive work, whether it's implants and, and we're, we're telling them, yeah, use a floss threader or, or a bridge, I should say, and use a floss threader, or, you know, use the, the, these other things that we tell them to go home and buy, the patients tend not to do it unless we sit with them face-to-face, eye-to-eye, knee-to-knee, and we're reviewing with them in the practice, this is how you do this. Take your take your uh, Sonicare out of the box. Let me show you how to do this. Let me show you how to set the app up on your phone because we know when patients actually use the app that connects with the, with the Sonicare that the patient actually brushes about three times longer than what the average patient does, which is only about 30 to 40 seconds. You mentioned Sonicare. So there's something uh, built into that uh, power brush that has a timer. Is that what? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. The application actually has a timer built in. It, it actually tells you where you're missing, where you need to do better. Um, those types of sort of artificial intelligence, for lack of better terms, it are huge advances in helping patients recognize where they can improve. And oh, by the way, when, when patients, if I had lost that 20 pounds, I would certainly be back at the doctor to show them how great I'm doing. And mm-hmm. if a patient leaves and they're getting extensive work, such as bridges or orthodontics or implants or periodontal disease treatments, and they feel good because they've been educated in the practice, they're leaving in hand with every single thing they need to get and stay better, then they're going to perform better. They have, you know, they can share the app information with their office. So we know what's going on. We know when they're using it and not using it. Yeah. Um, so that's why we feel like that home care is such an important part of what we call restoration protection in our practice, mm-hmm. what we call just really thorough coaching. We, we believe that this is really almost a, a coaching relationship that we have with patients to help them get to a state of health. Because for us, you know, dispensing home care products, um, you know, after uh, dental care is, is really a standard of care. It's not about the income. It's about the outcome. Patients have great outcomes. Mm-hmm. Then the income is just going to happen. Right. No, it, it, it seems like it's a team approach. It's, it's the patient and the provider together working to get a predictable clinical outcome. And in order for the patient to proceed to the uh, clinical objectives of what the, the treatment is for, they have, to, they have to use some professional home care products to keep this going. They can't just rely on their dental visits. How important is it to actually send the patient home with everything they need to stay healthier right from the dental office versus saying, you know, Mr. Smith, you just had some perio treatment. I'd like you to pick up these products from the store and comply with them at home as instructed based on what the hygienist will tell you. What's the difference? Well, you can look at the medical model and get an idea of, of, of even prescription medications. Patients go to see their physician. Their physician writes them a prescription, prescription for whatever it is that he or she wants them to take. That what the, even a recent research from the Washington Post said that over 20% of the time patients don't go pick them up. Other uh, research has actually shown over 50% of the time, depending on if it's uh, what, what the medication is, the patients actually don't go to the pharmacy and pick it up. Um, in our anecdotal studies and over hundreds of practices that, that we own and or manage, um, we have found that less than 15% of our patients actually go to the store, purchase exactly what we tell them to get, and then use it correctly. Could you give us an example 
of a patient that had the treatment, and now you're basically dispensing certain home products to them at the office. Yeah. Well, how does that all work? Could you tell us the, the, the protocol for that? Yeah, absolutely. We'd be happy to. I mean, for us, uh, we'll, we'll use uh, periodontal disease treatments because we know 75% of the American population has some form of gum disease. So, you know, when, when we're in the average practice, our average practice has one doctor and two hygienists in it. Those hygienists are seeing, you know, eight patients a day each. So you're talking 16. And for purpose of this conversation, let's say adult patients that are in the practice um, each day that the hygienists are seeing. Well, if you look at the research and you say, wow, well, we know 75% of them have some form of gum disease. We know that 12 of those 16 patients have some form of gum disease. So in our practice, what we have done and, and how we actually send it home with them is we include it in our periodontal disease treatment protocols as a bundle. Um, so in our practice, if in fact you have periodontal disease, let's say you just have frank early generalized periodontal disease, our treatment protocols are going to include as part of the treatment plan, um, you know, the Sonicare toothbrush. It's gonna include perhaps chlorhexidine gluconate. Um, it may include some type of uh, stannous fluoride and or uh, neutral sodium fluoride to keep the teeth desensitized. Um, and we're going to go through exactly how to coach those patients, uh, how to use that. So instead of just saying, I'm going to write you a prescription for the fluoride and for the chlorhexidine, I'm going to tell you to go to the drugstore and pick up the Sonicare and hopefully you'll get the right one that has the app. Hopefully you'll know how to set it up. Hopefully you'll know how to use it. Um, instead, we include that as part of the treatment. So the patients leave with that. And we tell the patients, you know, we want you to leave with everything you need to get and stay better. When you're talking about the Sonicare toothbrush, the power brush, they purchase it right from your office? Right, exactly. And, and you know, this is not like it's a, a car dealership where we're saying, do you want it? Do you not want it? Do you want it? Do we not want it? We, we simply explain uh, to our patients that, listen, what you're doing at home is not working or we wouldn't be where we are today. And, and that's a really powerful statement. You know, what you're doing is not working. So we need to change what you're doing. And, mm -hmm. and Phil, what we're going to do is we're going to send you home with everything you need to get and stay better. And we're going to have you bring those home care instruments back into the practice with you each time so we can make sure everything's working the way it needs to go. They bring the products back into the office or some of them. We have them. We have to bring the Sonicare back in for every visit because we want to review home care with them. It's that important Phenomenal. to us. Phenomenal. That we're, we're, we're tying them to the practice um, and, uh, and basically doing that through education and coaching. Again, this is about outcomes yeah. for us. It's about patient outcomes. Yeah. I love we this know when strategy. Patient, yeah. I, this is fantastic. <laughs> my, I wish my dentist did this. I mean, I, I, get, I, I see the dentist for just during the chair time. And then the staff is doing everything else. Now, of course, the staff can also help with these home care products. Are you involved personally with the, with the patient regarding these products or is it your hygienist? Well, actually, we have trained all of our team members understand the importance of home care. And we don't only use this in just periodontal disease treatments. Obviously, we, we, we said, you know, dental caries is the number one infectious disease out there. So if we have a patient that's coming into our practice that has, uh, you know, more than two carious lesions, we're going to include home care. And we're going to include fluoride. We're going to include uh, a caries reduction protocol. We want to help them uh, protect the dentistry. We call it restoration protection. We want to protect the dentistry that they are getting performed and, and, and already currently have. And obviously, we want to help them prevent 
from needing new dentistry or needing re-dentistry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, while I am involved in, in talking about the importance of it, uh, most of this is handled by our ancillary staff, whether it's our um, expanded functional dental assistants, it's our highly trained, uh, you know, uh, patient concierge that work at the front, or it's our dental hygienist. Um, we're all involved. It is a team approach, and we're all on the same page, and that's so important when you're implementing a program like this as dentists are becoming interested in how can I really make this happen? Well, not only do you have to believe it, but your your team has to understand it and believe it as well. So it's a real team approach. Is how yeah, we, no, I, how like the, I like the culture of the whole thing. So what do you do when a patient doesn't want to purchase the toothbrush, for instance? They they say, well, I already have a I have manual uh, toothbrushes at home. I've been using manual toothbrushes my whole life. And I know you're telling them it's not working. When you get resistance, what, what's your strategy there? Well, I mean, listen, obviously our, our goal, and I've said this multiple times, is for the patient's outcome. So in some of our treatments, we will include it as a gift or we will include it as part of the treatment. If a patient is getting an implant placed and an implant restoration, um, our investment to purchase one of one of these, uh, you know, Sonicares or home care instruments is, is not huge. And from a marketing perspective, we have found it to be a huge plus for us if we can include these home care instruments as part of the treatment, whether it's orthodontic treatment that's, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in implant treatment. I mean, we can afford the small amount that it's costing for Mm -hmm. these home care instruments to really get the better outcomes. Because what comes from that really is patient referrals. It's patient loyalty, you know. And so if, if someone says no, many times we'll go ahead and include it. Um, you know, just because it's the right thing to do. And we know what we have found is when we do the right thing, it comes back to us tenfold. Yeah, that's what I was, um, I was actually going to ask you that. How does it do for practice building this whole process of what you're doing? It seems like it would be a great way for patients to really fall in love with your practice. Absolutely. I mean, and you look at our general dental practices, they are built, filled, they're built around the hygiene department. Right. I mean, the hygiene department is the annuity. It's the recurring revenue in your practices. And it is really the lifeblood of your practices. And and what we know is our returning patients have nearly double the treatment acceptance, meaning they say yes to treatment more often, almost by 100 percent. They have doubled the treatment acceptance than new patients because they trust you. And and we know sales 101, people buy from people they know and they like and they trust. Mm -hmm. And when we include, for us, one of the things we have done, it's been a huge value from dispensing these professional home care products, is we actually have uh, done a um, free brush heads for life for our returning patients. So they purchase the, the Sonicare, for instance, from our practice. And then when they come in for their recall, you know, we're telling them to use an electric brush and we're telling them the importance of it. We're not handing them a manual brush then. We're giving them a new brush head. And we're saying, hey, let's open that app, app up. Let's see how you're doing with it. And so we tether them with the, with the home care and the artificial intelligence. We tether them to the practice by the free brush head program. Yeah, we've also done that with our whitening for life program as well. Mm-hmm. And what is the um, app how does that work? Oh, the, the app, the, the Sonicare app actually uh, is an application that connects directly with the Diamond Clean Smart Brush or the FlexCare Platinum Connected Toothbrush. And basically it allows patients to track really how they're doing, if they're pushing too hard, um, how long they're brushing in each area or quadrant. Um, so the it, it's really almost artificial intelligence that we're using in the dental practice to help patients get better outcomes. Uh, and, and for our younger, particularly for our millennial patients uh, and our younger patients, 
Uh, it stores that data and fosters better brushing. The patients who use the app are five times more likely to brush for two minutes twice a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, what, um, and 92% of these patients are brushing more thoroughly. Mm -hmm. uh, and we actually have seen a large reduction in aggress an aggressive brushing behavior because the app is you're really kind of saying, hey, you're brushing too hard. Yeah, that's a re really critical factor. I mean, when I was in dental school, and that was decades ago, decades, we'll, we're not, we'll, we won't be precise about how many years ago, but <laughs> when I was in dental school, the um, dean of the dental school, D. Walter Cohen, who just passed away, a uh, very famous guy, he wrote the book on perio. Um, right. He said the most important thing about brushing your teeth is to do it, do it for at least two minutes. And that was, you know, we're going back a long time. And that's, sure. we're doing the same thing today. The mobile application seems just phenomenal. So the, basically the person who's using the Sonicare has their phone next to their sink somewhere. It's Bluetooth. Yeah, oh, it's, Bluetooth. okay. So it's Bluetooth, Bluetooth. and uh, it's tracking everything. And then does that information get shared with you at, at the follow-up visits or is that just yeah, for the patient? It's stored, in, it's stored in the application and they can share it with us when they come in. And that's that coaching relationship. And, and another way we really tether our patients to the practice is we take the time to ask about it. You know, we don't just say, have you been brushing and flossing? We say, hey, listen, let's open your app. Let, let's take a look to see how you're doing with your Sonicare and your, in your home care. Mm -hmm. uh, and this, this sort of, we call it artificial intelligence, is, is just been phenomenal in getting our patients better outcomes. Right, uh, right. We, we, we love it. Yeah. So is the additional income that you're generating from selling these home care products a small fraction of what you think you're getting out of it from the standpoint of referrals? A lot of the, for, for me and from a practice management perspective, you, you have to consider what it costs from a marketing perspective to recruit a new patient today. And depending on how you're doing that, whether that's pay-per-click, whether that's billboards or radio ads or television ads or direct mail, the average in the U.S. is somewhere between $200 and $275 spend per new patient. In many cases, it's, it's substantially more expensive than that. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, we know the small cost of, of you know, even gifting uh, a tooth, one of these Sonicare toothbrushes to new patients and then tether them to the practice. And then the referrals that we get from it have been minimal compared to the cost of marketing. And oh, by the way, we know referral based patients are much more likely to buy. They're much more likely to do cosmetic dentistry, upgraded levels of dentistry uh, and really, really are the kind of patients you want. Whereas when you're spending money marketing, you don't know what kind of patients you're going to get, right? right, right. So for us, the, the income that we get, it, it's, I mean, you can do the math. If you sold 10 a day and you made whatever you make on them and you're going to make money on it. Um, for us, our whole mind is not the income on it. It's the outcomes. And then from those outcomes, the patient's outcomes, we know that we are going to get referrals. We're going to get loyal patients. We're going to get raving fans. We're going to get great reviews. Yeah. And that for us is just, it's so much more than, than any amount of money we could make from it. The clinical outcomes are going to be successful, predictable. The patient's going to have a high level of satisfaction. And um, it's just such a better way to practice dentistry. You know, it's interesting. Um, we had someone do a podcast, a very well-known KOL, Gerard Kugel from mm -hmm. Tufts. And he was talking about whitening. He actually uses the Zoom technique, Philips Zoom technique. Right. Um, sure. And um, <clears throat> he's very happy with it. And when he does big cases, he actually does some of the whitening at no charge. He goes, come on, let me bring you in the chair. Let's let's whiten up these teeth. We just put all these implants in or we did all this crown and bridge. Let's do this arch over here, the opposing arch. We'll whiten it up a little bit or whatever he's doing. And the patient's thrilled. 
And he, he often does not charge for it. And he says what he gets out of that on referrals is just it's just a big multiple of what he would get if he charged the patient. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And for us, I mentioned that, you know, we do the, the free brush head program and we also do whitening for life, which we use um, the Philips products for as well. The, the, the take home whitening products and, you know, for our patients that are are, are even um, the, the research is pretty significant that's out there today about the fact that many of the bleaching products actually are effective at reduction of the bacteria that causes periodontal disease. Um, and, you know, it, it's pretty remarkable the, the, the positive benefits that come from the, not only the Zoom, but the take-home whitening as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, oh, by the way, you know, we give them a free tube of whitening every time they come in at their uh, recall visits. And, you know, that whitening for life is another product that ties those patients to our practice. They want that free tube of, uh, of whitening, uh, take-home whitening and the free brush head. I mean, it tethers them to our practice. Right. And if you can retain the patients, right, most dental practices are not monitoring what is the attrition of, of recall patients in their practice. They're not monitoring that. And yeah. to that end, you know, we're spending all this money for new patients, but we're not focused on retaining the ones that we've got and giving them a wow experience and really making it a positive um, outcome for them. It just seems to me that you're really enjoying your work and um, your staff is all in on this and your patients are Absolutely. all in and everybody's accountable. So that's, that's how to get success in, a, in an operation like a corporation, uh, a small company, a small dental office, a large dental office. You need to have the culture filter through the entire employee base and everybody believing in the same thing. And I think that culture has been very successful for you. Fantastic to hear it, everything. It certainly has. And we, we've had this mantra, Phil, that I'll share with you. And I encourage other people to, to talk with their teams when we're talking about numbers is that numbers just generally are a reflection of how well we have served others, right? right. Numbers are a reflection of how well we have served others. And when we focus on the outcome and we serve our clients, the numbers just happen. Right. And, uh, you know, and you can feel good sleeping at night knowing you've done the best thing for the patients. And we yeah. focused on the outcome. And, man, the money will happen. Right. We need a lot more dentists like you, Dr. Wingfield. We need <laughs> tons more. Well, uh, then we well. won't have that trust factor to worry about. Uh, this has been very enjoyable. I think uh, our listeners have gotten something out of this. And if you're yeah. out there listening to this and you do not have anything set up in your practice where you encourage patient home care, like Dr. Wingfield just demonstrated, uh, it's worth taking a, a strong look at. Um, some of these products that you're using, obviously, are from Philips, because you did mention um, you did mention that the toothbrush, Philips Sonicare. So would right. they get in touch with Philips to get some of these products, or they reach out to their dealers, or how does that yeah, work? I, I yeah, likely my, my best recommendation would be to reach out to, to your Philips rep. You should be able to find them online. Uh, your Sonicare rep, there's local Sonicare reps. There's even, they even have hygienists that are working with dental practices to, to sort of help them set up periodontal protocols. So Philips has really invested uh, in our practice and, and many practices that, that I've done consulting in. They have, they have been fantastic at helping uh, these folks set up comprehensive perio programs and including the home care and the whitening for life in them. Oh, that's that's awesome. Okay, well, we've heard it all, and uh, now it's time to go out and do something, guys. So thanks so much, Dr. Wingfield, for your great advice. We hope to have you on future podcasts, and um, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, Phil. Thank you.